Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker, and this is WP Water Cooler, episode number 256. Today's topic is WordCamp US 2017 recap. Let's go around the room real quick, get everyone introduced. Dustin, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. I am Dustin Mesa. I work for WP Engine. I live in Nashville, Tennessee, and I was the lead organizer for WordCamp US 2017 and will be for 2018. Awesome, man. Good to have you on. How about you, George? So congratulations, Dustin. Our sympathies go out to you. Uh, I'm George Stefanis. I work for Jetpack, and I like building shiny things. Sweet. Always good to have you on. How about you, Raquel? I'm Raquel Landefeld, and I founded Mode Effects, based here out of Phoenix, and I was the Community Bazaar lead organizer for WordCamp US this year. Awesome. And I hope to be next year as well. Sweet. Good to have you on. Say, how about you? <laughs> She's muted. <laughs> wait, wait, now I'm not oh, muted. You're good. Sorry. I'm used to other, there being a whole bunch of other people in front of me um, with like, instead of S names behind me. Uh, who am I? I am Say Read Media at Say Read Media on all the things. I make WordPress teach, WordPress preach, WordPress. That's good. Awesome. <laughs> thanks for being on again. Say, as always, to another Yeah, what if you thanks episode, for being on? Oh, you're welcome. You finally got around to thanking me. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, how about you? Tell us a little about yourself. Uh, everybody, I'm Sean Funder. I work at GoDaddy. I do, I don't know what I do at GoDaddy. I do community, social evangelism, that kind of play stuff. I was at WordCamp uh, US, and uh, I guess I'm kind of like the, the, the new guy to the community and totally overwhelmed by all these personalities. Really excited. Awesome. <laughs> well, thanks, for, thanks for taking the time out to be on. I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me over at Jason Tucker, and my site is jasontucker.blog. All right, so let's talk a little bit about this stuff. Um, who came the furthest to get to WordCamp US? I'm curious about that. You, you and me. You and me. And I, yeah. And then yeah. Who, who showed up the earliest? When did you guys show up? Um, well, Raquel. Dustin, yeah. Well, how, how many years ago did Dustin show up to Nashville? <laughs> <laughs> Two years ago, nice. Yeah. Good job. I showed up in the afternoon, early afternoon. Wow, really? Yeah. What about you, George? Oh, I got there Thursday midday. Uh, oh, not nice. too early. Yeah, same same here. What about you, Sean? Oh man, I was in uh, I was in San Francisco on Thursday, so I got there about midday on Friday. Ooh, um, wow. missed everything. Wow. Everything everything was over uh, by then. It was then. over. Like I walked in, so they said, "Where's my cupcake?" And then it was over. Uh, that was the end. That explains why I still don't have my cupcake. <laughs> there were cupcakes. That as an <laughs> well, no, there's a there's a cupcake ATM. ATM. Yeah. yeah. There was Which, a what? Yeah, no, that's the thing. <laughs> not at at not at the venue in Nashville. They have a sprinkles. Oh, they have a sprinkles ATM. Nice. So you can go, you can go oh. buy a cupcake, and um, we were supposed to do that, but because of all the incredible, amazing stuff that was happened all weekend happening all weekend we didn't get any cupcakes so oh. I, mean, I also neglected to do the buy one get two free boot sale so. oh, oh, oh. that's a real bummer actually you didn't get our selfie either say so. i know i don't know what, what was i doing i don't even know <laughs> i couldn't find you ever it, well, that was uh, so this is the, the thing 
That was one of the that was one of the interesting parts about this particular WordCamp. I, I haven't been to a WordCamp US since it moved from WordCamp San Francisco, so it was my first time experiencing any of this. And so I walk in and I go, "Where's the hallway track at? Like, why aren't people out in the hallway talking to each other?" I'm like, "What's going on here? This is really weird." So I kept walking down a little bit further, and then there's a sign that says "Hallway track this way," and I'm like, "Are you kidding me? You guys <laughs> legitimized the you know the something that that I used to think was just fun that you could just go hang out with people outside of the hallway track." So yeah, I, I mean that's the whole right? track inside of a room. Yeses. Oh, okay, I get it now. Like this is yeah. So, so I mean, that was basically because I mean Steve, who's not on today. You know, we've been talking about the hallway track. You know, since time began, and um, the I, I, I'm assuming, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong, Dustin and Raquel. Did he have something to do with bringing that into the? The official uh, nomenclature. So we we decided we were trying to figure out what to call that room because it was way more than just like a sponsor hall or something like that. And um, I can't remember if it was Steve or it was Laura, uh, who's the head of our marketing. But um, somebody said, "Why don't we just call it the hallway track?" And everybody was like, "Yeah, absolutely, we should. Like that's where people will want to hang out. Where you know we want to put all the stuff that they need to hang out there." Um, so yeah, it was it was definitely a group uh, kind of checkbox. Let's do that. Nice. No, that's cool. I, I, I'm, I was always kind of curious, like where, um, you know, like where that idea came from and stuff. And it was just, it's so weird that um, there's this hallway track thing that say and I did, and we called it the hallway track. And we're like, this is awesome. Like, but we didn't totally file a trademark, so it's totally GPL. We did it. We so did it's it. cool. We didn't. But it was really it's cool open to... source name. That's perfect. <laughs> it was just really cool to see that this thing, like I walked in and I went like, oh dude, why did they legitimize this? This should have been like this organic thing that happens. And now it's like, here's an entire track devoted to this. You'd never have to leave this room. And I'm like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> oh, you so mean like when that, WAPU then, went from community culture thing to corporate and everyone started using WAPU versions of their logos? It's yeah, totally that's true. a thing that I don't happens. mind more WAPUs to collect. Right? <laughs> There are a yeah. lot of cool WAPUs. We should talk about that. That's a great, uh, because they were over in the Community Bazaar, which yeah. who did, who did, I had a hard time yesterday with Raquel remembering what the last day, what I was like, festival area. Corridor. Corridor. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was something. I couldn't remember exactly what the word was. But uh, you want to talk a little bit about where that came from, like the impetus for the showcasing the community? community? Bazaar. Yeah. Yeah, um, it was not my idea. I was brought on um, early on around February and asked to lead it. But the idea was to showcase local WordPress communities and to help smaller or non-existent communities get ideas of how-tos and whatnots in their own community. So my favorite part about the whole thing was that it actually happens IRL as opposed to just what we see in social media. We all talk about WordCamps and meetups, but to see it all there and to be able to go up and talk to anybody was was very 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 exciting for me personally that's cool yes yeah i think the community plays such a big part of well not just wordcamps but wordpress in general that it's really nice to be uh, see it being given sort of a a more formalized platform kind of like formalizing the hallway track it's like recognizing that that value it's like we're doing a lot more of paving the cow paths, finding what's been working. <laughs> yeah, and you said that because you're wearing so, a handkerchief. What uh, is that expression? I thought it was. I thought they were <laughs> elephant trails. Wait, I remember somebody was talking about them as elephant trails. You've never heard of paving the cow paths? Is that no? A no, but I, I, I haven't. But I, I have not. 
Okay, well, regardless, the phrase basically means find the things that people are wind up doing naturally and then formalize it instead of building what we think people will want and then they go use their other thing anyway. Yes, yes. So George George hits on a great thing because, you know, this camp moving to Nashville, we had the ability to build out a team that was kind of community-wide, whereas, um, you know, Philly had such a great team already installed in place in Philly that they were all local. Um, but we wanted to open it up to people like Raquel, like Steve, right? Um, and Alex. And we were able – yep. Oh, yeah, Alex. Uh, uh, I call him That's Alex. Good. Evil, evil That's Alex good. is what we call him. No, no, no. Because <laughs> no, no. we have Alex Block, who is A-L-X. And then we have Alex yes. Max says, and the extra E stands for evil. So evil Alex. <laughs> I'm sure he. I'm sure he came up with that himself. And <laughs> <laughs> and so that gave us the ability to, like George said, take things that we know works, like hallway track, like people mingling about other communities. And we really had a sense of, hey, this this camp is for the community. This isn't for anybody else, you know. And so we wanted to give back. And man, Raquel did a great job with that. I loved it. Oh, thank you, Justin. It was a blast, seriously. Um, the the really cool part was that I was really hoping some of our really excellent communities would get involved. And by that, I mean communities that have been longstanding, tried and true, and around and had, you know, successful work camps. And that doesn't mean necessarily by size, but by community. And a lot of those communities did. And hopefully next year we'll get more. But Orange County was a big one because I always say Orange County is like my second community next to Phoenix. So I was glad they got involved. But next year we're going to have to harass a little bit more, like San Diego and Miami. And- yeah. Yeah, Miami. Come on now. I know, right? You only have to go from Nashville. It's like a couple hours. And there's only so much harassing I could do. I mean, seriously, I was bugging. Without violating the code of conduct? <laughs> that's another thing worth noting i really appreciated how much emphasis was made Mm -hmm. by the organizers on the code of conduct as well as at the after party i mean at the after party there were designated code of conduct reporter personnel available if anything did come up they could handle it and i don't think there were i think there may have been like one or two incidents but nothing major happened and i think that's a fantastic thing that I mean, you see so much about tech conferences going wild and out of control. Yeah. And on the whole, I'm, I think WordCamp's been doing a pretty phenomenal job in that space. Definitely. It, it felt it felt very safe. I don't know if you guys saw the picture I posted. Um, my uh, sister-in-law works for Google, and they had their Christmas party at the same time that we were having our after party. And so they were sending me pictures of the Google Christmas party and I was sending them pictures of the WordPress after It was really, really different. That's all I have to say. Like, they are really different. And I think that the emphasis on the code of conduct and the um, being, you know, the, the organizers were, you know, you had your different um, your uh, lanyards that designated you. Like, I felt like within any sort of couple of feet, I had someone, if there were a problem. I've never experienced a problem at a WordCamp, but... It's nice to have that there, especially, like you say, with all the tech issues. Like, it's a thing. Yeah, for sure. It, it was one thing that we really wanted to kind of highlight. You know, we printed lots of code of conduct signs. We, mm-hmm. we wanted to put a lot of people there just, just so everyone feels good because everyone should be able to come and feel safe and have a great time. Um, so I'm really glad to hear that. That makes me really happy. Yeah, even if, you know, it's assumed, I would assume, right, that you would, being on your best behavior is like, you know, what you should do. But that's not obviously the case. And having those reminders everywhere is like, hey, look, we're all 
it's not just like buried on some website. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like we're all we're all agreeing to this. And even I think that itself cuts down on issues that might happen because you're like, well, everyone's aware. There's no gray area here. You know, it's like everyone's paying attention. Everyone's think, supportive. I think part of the importance of code of conduct is not so much that they lay out consequences for bad behavior, but more that they clarify expectations. So there's not. Yeah. Oh, I thought this was okay. No, everyone knew what was and was not okay in clear language going in, just to to avoid problems happening in the first place, as opposed to setting up consequences if they do. Yeah, right. And you can see exactly. the benefit of communities and building communities, um, building relationships, because when we know each other, the more and more we know each other, the more and more we look out for each other as well. And I have experienced that within the WordPress community of them having my back in any sort of situation. So that's the direct benefit of the communication of the code of conduct and the fact that we know each other and we're building these relationships. It's like it just amplifies a better community and a better uh, experience for all. So what, what things happened outside of WordCamp? Like third-party events? A couple. My apologies. Who's that going? So w there were a couple of cool things happened. Uh, was like three WP Engine. Yeah. Uh, I hear GoDaddy had a pretty off the hook party that I missed. Uh, but there was a post status party. There was uh, the only real off the books event I went to was the LGBTQWP event, which had oh, some pretty amazing uh, pink. Wapu rainbow uh, trucker caps that you may yeah. have seen some people sporting for the rest of the event. That was awesome. Yeah, I should have put mine on for this. I forgot it's sitting on my table. <laughs> it's great. That was a that was a great party at a great venue. I also went to the GoDaddy party, uh, which I had to leave because there were so many people there. It that was, was crazy. it was pretty um, impressive. It was GoDaddy and post status. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Combo. And then uh, I know there was a WP Engine party. That's yep. you were talking about. Um, yep. And then of course. Uh, some people were actually, uh, you know, thinking like you should spread out the parties. But to me, it makes a lot of sense to have that day be the third party party night. Um, because otherwise, you know, the Saturday night, if you have an event that competes with that, it really, it competes with it and kind of offsets it. And I really like that everyone respected that. Like Saturday night was the WordPress after party or the WordCamp after party. And everyone went, was at that. It didn't splinter. So I thought that was pretty cool. You know, Friday night. DIY Saturday night, we all come together and yeah. And then there was a Christmas <laughs> parade that happened as well that like totally <laughs> threw everything out of whack and it was, I was like so what the heck? I wanted to see it, but I had. And then I remember Cody and I were walking across the street outside, and oh, there was like it. there was somebody outside. <laughs> yeah, Cody was there apparently, and he was outside. They were outside and they were performing, and they blocked the road and we could walk across the street. And and Cody like leans over and he goes, "Is that Debbie Gibson?" And I'm like. I have no idea. I'm like, how do you know Debbie Gibson? <laughs> Youngin? Jason, were they practicing? Yeah, they were practicing outside. Yeah. It was I, like right in front of the stadium there. Yeah, on Friday. Yeah, I, I got some pictures, actually. Yeah, I got some pictures too, but I don't know who that was. Yeah, I didn't either. She had like talent, though, like Wranglers. I was standing right next to her when she like took off her jacket and she was like, check out the shirt I'm wearing. And it said, Merry Christmas, y'all. And like, I was just like, wait, who is this? And then the people she was talking to, they had badges and it said like talent on it. And I was like, ooh, that's the talent. I want that. Can I do that for US <laughs> next year? Dustin? Yeah, talent, 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 talent wrangler, please. Yeah. 
I saw the people who were on stilts, and I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was yes. pretty funny. They actually had a bench. This is like totally not WordCamp related, but they had a bench with <laughs> chairs on top of it, or a table with chairs on top of it, so the people on stilts could sit down, and I thought that was yeah. really clever. People on stilts, for sure. There they are. <laughs> oh, man. No, so I mean, all around, everything was, yeah, everything was happening during this time. I mean, we had, you know, there was construction that was going on. People had to move their hotel rooms because of it being on one side of the building versus the other, and there was just a, a bunch of stuff that was going on. And I, I love the fact that the, the, the hotel that was there was just spot on, just a great location, super mm -hmm. duper close, didn't take too long to get to and from. If you um, ignore the complimentary 6.20 a.m. explosion wake up alarm. I was gonna say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> right door. I live uh, in California, man, we're used to that crap. Oh man. <laughs> I didn't know this. I, I came home to sleep every night, um, which was a gamble with a newborn. But um, so 6.20 a.m. explosion call, huh? Oof. That's so no, funny. You get to your sessions on time. <laughs> yeah, and Sorry, what did you say, Rachel? Everybody heard it and felt it. Oh, yeah. wow. It's like a, like, like a boom? Oh, it was a boom. boom. Like yeah, a boom. I, I woke up. <laughs> I like assumed a... something horrible went down, and then I went back to sleep. <laughs> They're like, they'll wake me if I need right? to. Oh. It's cool. My favorite was so the angry. sign when you're driving up. This, there was a sign that said, caution blast zone. Like, blast zone. Like, how do you caution that? <laughs> Sometimes it oh, says caution. It says caution blast zone, no two-way radios. And I'm like, wait a minute. I can just walk in with a two-way radio and just start setting off blasts? That's crazy. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, well, I like that that's where your mind went, Dustin. You're like, oh, so that means I can blow things up. Well, yeah, I mean, Challenge accepted. I've got a two-way radio. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, people are still using two-way radios? That's really yeah, where I went with that. I mean, outside, uh, the, uh, outside so of the awesome. camp itself, the food was ridiculous in the areas that were around oh, us. Yeah. The the places, all the venues to go to, everyone had these awesome photos and things that they were doing of going to different events and stuff. You walk around the city and music is playing everywhere. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's a cool, there's nowhere else you can do that sort of thing and have that happen like that. So really, really. New Orleans. New Orleans. George, you had something? My apologies. Yeah, no, I'm just saying that the quality of the, all the talks that I sat in on were fantastic. Um, I will say, I think my favorite talk I was in was Morton's talk about the future of Gutenberg. Yep. Because um, he's like actually stellar. And the talk of the like, weekend. I think so. I mean, he was really looking at like the big picture and where Gutenberg can take us. Uh, and there's a lot of untapped potential there and a lot of uh, things that it will open up. He got people hyped. Yeah, for in sure. a and way that, in a way that, I mean, and, yes. and the next day, in a you way know, only Morton can. Yeah, but exactly because he made it made sense, and he was like, "Yes, there are problems, but you know, there's also this future, you know, that it could be." And I think everyone's like, "Oh," and then with the walkthrough in the state of the word, the following day, everyone was like, "All right," mm -hmm. like I, I was like collective on Twitter. Right? If, if I hadn't known, if I hadn't known firsthand that like Morton was picked in the regular process, I would have guaranteed Matt planted him and paid him a lot of money to get people hyped about Gutenberg. It was the state of the Gutenberg, up. though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was the state of the Gutenberg. The state I mean, of the I, I think it's important to note that um, Morton does not work for Matt in any fashion or form whatsoever. Yep. 
<laughs> no, and in fact, he's been a strong, a uh, strong critic of Gutenberg okay. and a strong um, uh, raising flags. And you know, because he, he and I see and eye to eye. So. Totally, he and he and he works with users. He trains users. That's what he does for Linda or LinkedIn Learning or whatever the hell they're called now. Um, but that he, you know, is trying to explain to people how to use this, and so his focus is on usability and that 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 very very important customer and i think that his viewpoint is really important that's what i think yeah what did, i'm curious what what your other conversations looked like around i talked about that it seemed non-stop like everybody that came up that would come up would end up talking about gutenberg and part of that was how it could completely shift the ecosystem of, of themes and plugins um, part of it was some people were even excited because there was a lot of mention of other web builders, like getting into that space, mm -hmm. and that could be interesting. Like, what were your your what were your your all's conversations like around Gutenberg? I think the one linchpin aspect of it that's they're working on right now. There's a ticket open for, but the ability to nest blocks inside of blocks is going to be absolutely huge. As soon as you can do. Uh, that that opens a lot of doors, including like you can build a layout by putting like a sidebar in one column and your content in the other as blocks. Uh, that lets you do contact forms uh, by putting each field as a block inside of the contact form block. There's a lot of different options and possibilities that that will open up. Uh, and once that's there, I think the extensibility of it and the tools is going to open up are going to be nuts, especially what third-party plugins like Beaver Builder, Visual Composer or not will be able to take and start doing more layouts using the core one, which will then give the users more freedom to switch between providers uh, instead of the horrible lock-in that a lot of folks get once they happen to pick one page builder early in the process and then later realize that's not the best fit for them. Yeah, definitely. I had some interesting conversations with some hosts um, because I'm always, my job at WP Engine, I'm the director of customer experience operations. So I'm always thinking about how our technicians and our, our customers are going to react to what WordPress does. And so we had some interesting conversations around, you know, will we automatically upgrade customers to new WordPress versions? But there's so many of those customers that don't pay attention to what that is that is being upgraded. And so one day they're going to go like make a new page and it's going to be Gutenberg and they're going to call us and be like, hey, what is this? Like, and so my mind just starts really working overtime going, wow, I'm going to have to do a lot of communication around Gutenberg and like, hey, here's what it is. And we're going to have to figure out, do we offer the, you know, classic version like as a as a push button install yeah. um so yeah lots of lots of interesting things about how is the non really dive in kind of user going to going to interact with you know when it comes out and i, I love seeing that george <laughs> and other folks were actually testing doing test uh, testing sessions with people where they're recording their faces recording the movements on the screen and just kind of <laughs> going through that whole thing because i think something like that really makes it um makes it easier for someone to say you know, they are actually doing some tests here. They are actually looking at what's going on and how the system is going to be, um, you know, played out and how fast they can build a thing just using, you know, tools that they maybe have never even touched before. Yeah. You know what was not in the state of the word? What Anyone? was not in the state of the word? The results of the user survey. So this is the second year that that hasn't been in there. Oh really? I didn't. Yeah. I didn't even notice that. I, mean, I, I, I think didn't. we didn't because we're all dazzled by Gutenberg. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? What did that? This, this is the first time I've seen a, a state of the word, and we could talk about that. Um, I don't think that. it was in there last year uh, either. 
but it's basically that giant survey that goes around where it's like, you know, Oh, that's right. Yep, do yep, you yep. make your money using WordPress? Do you, how do you do this? How do you do that? And so, um, you, I, I'm not, you know, whatever you choose to put in there makes sense. You know, you got to highlight the code that was developed this year and all that stuff. But I mean, Gutenberg's going to shift a lot of things. So I think it was right that it was a focus on that because it is the future as opposed to a survey which reflects yeah. the past. Right. So yeah. I think that's just kind of a line with where we have sure to that... go. I'm pretty sure we just got he got swamped for space. I mean, there's yeah. only yeah. slides so many slides you can put in the thing uh, and still fit in a 20 minute doing something live and not having it break horribly. <laughs> Yeah, live demo that happened. Oh my I'm gosh, crazy! <laughs> that, that live demo, yes, Jason. Oh my, I'm sitting there going, "It's gonna, <laughs> this is gonna break. Something's gonna break." He's he's not even running trunk like he's running multiple hybrid versions. Like there's <laughs> down my mind. Something's gonna None break. Of people on stage were Steve Jobs. Is all I'm saying. Like, right? <laughs> so it was crazy Look, they, to see that happen. They did better than who was it? Was it? I don't remember. Was the Apple dude who like couldn't get his thing up? Yeah. Well, didn't hit his screen didn't go. You mean Steve Ballmer <laughs> from Microsoft? Developers, developers, developers. Apple dude, Microsoft yeah. dude. Whatever. They like picked up the thing and then like it didn't work. It was the Apple thing. It was the Apple IM. Oh, oh, shut oh, up. Oh, just, okay. Move on. Move I on. Think it was the face Wait. recognition. Um, but yeah. yeah the face recognition. recognition. Yes. It wasn't Wait. Microsoft. Although they screw up too, I'm sure. Yeah. You know what else? You know what else wasn't in the state of the word? What's up? Uh, a picture but of just you and I? Because we were, we've been in there before. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, wait. <laughs> wasn't in there a picture of you? Yeah. Yeah, and like 2013 or 14, or in the state of the word, it was Jason and me sitting on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> that was like my moment. Yeah, I was like, you had your moment, you know? That was, now it's all the Gutenberg moment. But we did. We glasses did. at the time. But we did have a nine foot boot. I mean, hey. And <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm still a little miffed about the boot situation. Where did we get the boot from, Dustin? I don't even know the origin. So it's yeah, we actually did it last minute. Here's a little uh, insider behind the curtain. Yeah. So we need to know. We had this big cutout that was like, um, you know, the the shield, the WordCamp US shield with the natural background, and it just didn't look big enough. It just it really looked puny, and so literally day before. We were like, we've got to get something big up here. And so like four of us went and spread. And uh, Eric, who's the, who's the lead um, for logistics, Eric knew, worked with some companies for like the furniture that some of the sponsors used. And he was like, I think they have stuff. And sure enough, nine foot boot. Yeah, someone should have come out of the boot. That's all. I was wishing the same thing. Like, someone should have come out of the boot. Raquel should have been in the boot. George should have been in the boot. Like, I don't know. Like the guy should have climbed out in order to do his demo. I don't know. The poet, it was a big tease. He could, have, he could have done it from the boot. The poet could have crawled back in the boot. The poet. <laughs> I don't want to talk about the poem. The poem got some 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 uh, some clap back there. It did. Lots of fun stuff like that. Yep. Yeah. The uh, the talks I think were I you know I I wondered I've wondered on this show before I think how you address the U.S audience because it's not the typical this is how you use wordpress audience you yeah. know everyone who's there is you know aware of it and they usually work in the space in some fashion so you know but some of them are over here in marketers and business development and some of them over here are you know hardcore developers so i think it's really hard to project who that audience is going to be and make talks that make sense to them and i do feel like the talks that were selected uh, were able to a lot of them were able to reflect that because it didn't try to be like a how to it was more like a 
look what this is, here's an experience, here's something that's connected. And I think that's a hard balance to strike. So um, I think that's 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 a cool thing about WordCamp US that really makes it unique. It is unique in that sense. It's not a local WordCamp, it's a national level WordCamp. But there are still tons of local attendees that show up. And Dustin, you asked during the State of the Word or before it, yeah. You know, is your first time on your local? Just so many hands. So many. Like, yeah, I was really excited about that. Yeah, so it is hard to to gauge that. Yeah, but I think it's interesting. I know you guys. I don't know why there's an echo again, but I I know you guys got a little bit of uh you know slack as it were for the blind picking of the of the talks and stuff. But I think it's a hard thing to do, and I think it worked out well. So. You know, I mean, Morton's talk got in there. So, you know, I think you, you guys did what was a difficult job well. Yeah, and we, you know, I, so before this, I spoke at like 20 different WordCamps. And so I wanted to, from kind of the other side of the, the coin, if you would, I wanted to make sure that we did something that, you know, just made sense that we could come back and say, here's how it works. And we actually did a whole show of our um, WordCamp US Hangout, GoWCUS, about here's what talks got in. Here's what a good submission looks like. And then we'll reuse that next year when we call for talks and we'll say, hey, watch this because this shows you how to build a, you know, a submission that, that has a good chance. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And works for that audience. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's about it for today. I want to say thank you very much for all of you for hanging out when, um, and chilling with us and talking a little bit about uh, WordCamp US and all the stuff that we um, did there. I want to say a special shout out um, to uh, my daughter and all the people who helped out with my daughter and being able to do her oh, yeah. and stuff. Go over to jessalyn.blog and you can go take a look at all the stuff that happened there. And lastly, um, you know, I, if we couldn't do the show without you. So thank you very much for listening to us and leaving us feedback and kind of, uh, you know, talking with us about the things that are going on and sharing this stuff on YouTube and, and stuff like that. I really appreciate that. So you have a good one and talk to you all later and we will see you at the next WordCamp. Bye-bye.